WXJC. This is WXJC FM, WXJC HD Coleman, and WDJC HD2 Birmingham. Our Thursday evening and Thursday night forecast includes that mostly clear sky. We drop back in the low 70s. Then on Friday, another hot day. We top out in the lower 90s on Friday. Saturday and Sunday, the holiday weekend coming up. Look for temperatures in the low 90s during the afternoon. Overnight lows around 70. I do expect mostly dry conditions, although a stray afternoon storm can't be ruled out on Saturday or Sunday. On WVUA 23, Chief Meteorologist Richard Scott with your forecast on this Crawford Broadcasting Station. The following program is a paid program and does not reflect the views of station management or sponsors. I'm going to share something with you. I'm going to tell you something that every successful person has to do, including you. Believe it or not, every successful person in this world has jumped. See, God, when he created all of us, gave every last one of us a gift at birth. He never created a soul without endowing them with a gift. You just got to quit looking at gifts as run and jump and sing and dance. It's more than that. Don't just aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference. M-O-E, man of experience. Joe Lockett. Mo, man of experience. Joe Lockett. Making a difference, one show at a time. With Joe Lockett. Lock it in, lock it in, lock it in. Yeah, it's the Joe Lockett Show. Lock it in, lock it in. Yeah, it's the Joe Lockett Show. Lock it in. Are you ready to be entertained, educated? A little stimulation for your brain. Lock it in. Are you ready to learn? Are you ready to laugh? Are you ready to love? Then lock it in, lock it in. Yeah, it's the Joe Lockett Show. Lock it in, lock it in. Before you call the cops, I just want you to know the first thing that I did when I woke up this morning was yell at my alarm clock. My parents were raised in the South. I have to roll tide or they'll disown me. They raised me in Las Vegas. That city still has my heart. I hate spiders. I'm a vegetarian. I'm not proud about it. I've done goat yoga. I'm really not proud about that. I can tell you every single word off the NWA Straight Outta Compton album. I can also sing you every single word from Oklahoma. Bananas are disgusting. I am a Christian. I spend almost every Sunday morning teaching kids in Sunday school. I am often asked if I am Muslim. I'm okay with that. I'm pretty much convinced if you met my mother, you'd automatically become a better person. My father is a veteran. He taught me how to say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, to everyone that I meet. I don't hate our president. I pray for him. 
I love basketball and also hockey. This is my brother, James. This is my brother, Mike. This is my brother, John. And this is my brother, Rob. I've never been to jail. I've never owned a gun. I hate that anyone at all might possibly be afraid of me. I'd go around the world and back again if I knew that single act might make your day better. I'm a proud man. I'm a proud black man. Does any of this really matter? No. I just wanted you to get to know me better before you called the cops. All right, America. Welcome into the Joe Lockett Show. It's five minutes after the hour. Do I have y'all attention now? That was a video that went viral um, the other day, Unc. And when you watch the video, you know, I know people couldn't see um, some of the things he was saying, Unc, but when he was talking about his brothers, two of his brothers were white. Mm. And... It was hard touching, and when I heard it, you know, probably for the fifth or sixth time now, um, it still it moves you. Because this what we're going to be talking about today on the show, Unc, it leads back to just the simple basics of before you get to calling the cops, I want you to know me. Why are we doing this kind of show today? Because of all the rhetoric we're hearing, rhetoric we're hearing on both sides, and we're forgetting. In society, you know, God made all of us. We're human. And we're characterizing everybody when none of us are perfect, Unc. Not one of us. None of us listen to this radio show. If you're on Radio Land or on social media, YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or Spotify, none of us right now are without sin. But we're crucifying one another because we're taking sides. And today we're going to get into that, Unc. Um, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, that I, I enjoyed um, watching and hearing that video clip, and, and in my mind, it, it just make it reminds me of what I want people to see when they look at me, and, and not just people. I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and say white people. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to just see uh, a, a man or a black man. I want you to consider that I'm human, just like you. Uh, when you look at me, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I have to offer. You don't know what foods I like. You don't know what TV shows I like. Mm-hmm. You don't know the makeup of my family. You don't know the makeup of my background. But something may cause you to make a decision about me that may not be true. Now, I'll go ahead and admit that we all do it. I can I can see a white man walking down the road. He can be tattooed with jack boots on, I'm going to automatically think he's a skinhead. Mm-hmm. There's something in, inside of us that makes us uh, make uh, decisions about what we see, and that's natural. But after those initial thoughts, I think we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to each other to at least consider and remember that we're all human unless we show otherwise. 
And I want you guys, if you're on my Facebook Live right now, the video is actually three videos down from our live. So you can scroll down and you can watch the video uh, while you're listening to us and watching us on social media. Um, I, I want to do this because I think people are just tuning in. You think we should play that one more time? Yeah, let's play it one more time. I think we need to play that one more time. America, I want you guys to take a listen to this, and then we're going to get into the show about the topics we're going to talk about today. Before you call the cops, I just want you to know the first thing that I did when I woke up this morning was yell at my alarm clock. My parents were raised in the South. I have to roll tide or they'll disown me. They raised me in Las Vegas. That city still has my heart. I hate spiders. I'm a vegetarian. I'm not proud about it. I've done goat yoga. I'm really not proud about that. I can tell you every single word off the NWA Straight Outta Compton album. I can also sing you every single word from Oklahoma. Bananas are disgusting. I am a Christian. I spend almost every Sunday morning teaching kids in Sunday school. I am often asked if I am Muslim. I'm okay with that. I'm pretty much convinced if you met my mother, you'd automatically become a better person. My father is a veteran. He taught me how to say yes sir and yes ma'am to everyone that I meet. I don't hate our president. I pray for him. I love basketball and also hockey. This is my brother, James. This is my brother, Mike. This is my brother, John. And this is my brother, Rob. I've never been to jail. I've never owned a gun. I hate that anyone at all might possibly be afraid of me. I'd go around the world and back again if I knew that single act might make your day better. I'm a proud man. I'm a proud black man. Does any of this really matter? No. I just wanted you to get to know me better before you called the cops. Call the Joe Like a Show. 1 866 9933 Call the Joe Lockett Show. 1 866 Joe Lockett. There are some things we wish we could weld shut. Like my mother-in-law's mouth. 
And when it comes time for needing welding services, there's only one person to call, Mike Mitchell. From house gates to hunting trailers, Mike can weld it all. You'll get clean, strong, and precision welds when you call Mike. And with a portable welder, he can come to you. If you want your welds done right, call Mike Mitchell. Check him out on Facebook and get a free estimate. Call him at 1-256-531-4384. Find out what it might cost to weld that car hauler. Or my mother-in-law's mouth. Make sure you give Mike a call at 1-256-531-4384. Free estimates in North Central Alabama. Mike Mitchell, where there's a will, there's a well. Get real Caribbean and soul food goodness curbside with Jake's Soul Food Cafe. View their menu at orderjakesnow.com. Then choose from delicious soul food favorites like pork chops and gravy, chicken and waffles, and smothered turkey wings. For authentic Caribbean, try the Kingston's Combination Plate featuring jerk chicken, curry chicken, and oxtail. Then place your order by texting Jake's Cafe to 33733. It'll be ready when you arrive. Get real Caribbean and soul food goodness Start now at Are flying ants swarming around your home? They could be swarming termites. Knowing the difference between these insects could save you time, money, and worry. If you're uncertain about which type of insect is invading your home, call the experts. Cook's Pest Control will be happy to come to your home and identify insects or insect damage free of charge with no obligation. Don't wait. Call Cook's today for a free evaluation. Looky, looky, looky. What's trending in America on the Joe Market Show? Get connected. Get connected. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Joe Market Show. Get connected. Get connected. You can also reach us at JoeLockettShow.com. What's trending in America on the Joe Market Show? Better connected. All right, y'all. It is 14 minutes after the hour. You're locked into your favorite evening ride. We're going to head and went to break a little bit early on because I think that was, it was nothing to really say after that. Um, I really love the way that was put. And I want you guys to understand as you listen to that video, uh, that clip that we just played, um, it was a black man. Uncle, we can kind of describe for people who are not on our Facebook Live to go to the video that's three, um, three links down. Uh, it's a black man, mm-hmm. probably about our age. Right. Has dreads. Has dreadlocks. And a beard. Right? And, and, a, and a, gray, a grayish black beard. Right. And if you saw him, Walking down the street, you may think he's a Muslim or you may be threatened by the the texture of his hair and how long it is. But if you heard all the things that you that he, you said and you talk to him right, or just listen to him, you'll be like, wow, Oklahoma don't like bananas. Mm-hmm. His father's a veteran. Likes hockey. Likes hockey. Uh, two brothers that are white, two brothers that are black, um, you know, goes to church, uh, don't don't own a gun. Mm-hmm. And what did he say, Unc? I love our president. I don't hate our president. I pray for him. And the reason why we're doing this today, because there's another killing out unk, um, that happened a few months ago. And, you know, people are out protesting. Um, then you got the president out and Biden out today <clears throat> and slanging their rhetoric on, on back on back and forth on it. And what I want to get into first, um, I think at the bottom, of it, I want to talk about President Donald Trump and the defunding of the cities and defunding of the police. But let's talk about the killing that happened a few months ago. Huh? OK, so a 41 year old black man, his name is Daniel Prude, 
died in March after police in Rochester, New York, put a hood over his head and pressed his face into the ground for more than three minutes. Now, Prude was naked and handcuffed. Prude died seven days after the incident. The medical examiner ruled his death a homicide caused by complications of asphyxia and the setting of physical restraint, as well as excited delirium and PCP intoxication. Now, family members said they called police early in the morning on March 23rd to help Prude, who was suffering what their attorney described as an acute manic psychotic episode. Now, body cam footage uh, show officers approaching Prude, who was kneeling, uh, kneeling naked in the street. Prude complied when officers asked him to lay on his stomach and police handcuffed him as he lay on the ground. Prude then repeatedly yelled at officers to give him their guns and at one point rolled onto his back. An officer can be heard mocking Prude asking, you don't got AIDS, do you? You got HIV? Minutes later, Prude sat up. The officers then came the officers then can be seen putting a spit sock, which is a barrier intended to protect officers from body fluids over Prude's head. Now, some of the officers later told investigators that Prude had been spitting at them and they were concerned about the coronavirus. Rochester police documents released by the family say that Prude continued yelling at the officers and about a minute later, Three officers pulled him to the ground as one pushed his head into the road. Prude said, you're trying to kill me before making a series of sounds and then appearing to cry as the officer continued to hold down his head for the next three minutes. Now, paramedics arrived soon after and began speaking with officers as Prude began to speak loudly throughout the incident. But now he no longer made any sound. So one of the officers asked Prude, you good, man? Prude did not respond, and the officer stopped holding his head against the ground. Moments later, an officer said he was vomiting what appeared to be water. The hood was eventually removed from his head. Prude was given CPR, put onto a gurney, taken to a hospital, and he died seven days later. 866-551-9933. Give us a call on the uh, com phone lines, Ankh. Um, I know what people are going to say. We got PCP in the system. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't have been resisting arrest. Um, all these things. He shouldn't have been taking drugs. Um, here we go again. Let me just say that. Um, there's so many things that I, I want to get into on this one. Cause people don't hurt me regurgitate this many times over. Um, I know people going to come in my timeline, you know, going to come out and start posting well what about this and what about this and what about that gotcha but how many times that we got to get back to the point whether he's a black man and a white man did it or two black men did it we got to get to the point where our police officers know that you're there was called to protect and serve not to protect and end up killing and this is what's happening i understand that he was on pcp and he was high but I ask people this question, and I'm very serious. People call the police. They don't call the police for a perfect situation, do they? No, never. I've no. never seen a police call to a situation where everything is okay. 
Police are called to a situation when the normal um, citizens cannot handle the situation, which means when they come to the situation, they should be prepared to handle any difficult situation because that's the type of training that they go through. Right. So when people try to tell me that, well, he should have did this and he should have did that, skip me with that because that's what police officers are trained to do. Number one. Number two, Unc. He was naked. Okay? So let me just be a guy that's 2020 right now, Unc, and I'm sitting here saying, Unc, okay, a man naked in the middle of the night spitting and screaming at, at, at you, what does that? what is that going to tell the normal human being, Unc? Just, you ain't got to have no training. What does that say, Unc? To, to me, it says something is wrong mentally at that time with that person. Now, let me just go to America, whether you're in the rural areas, whether you're in the hood or whether you're in the suburbs. We all have that one person in our neighborhood, Unc, or have had that one person in our neighborhood, Unc, that was a little bit, we would say, different. Did we not, Unc? We did. Everybody knew their mama name, sister name, uncle name, and they knew when you saw him, you knew who door to go knock on. Did we not, Unc? We did. Unc? Because, Unc, you didn't tell the story. On these airwaves. How much did this story that I'm saying affect you, huh? Like you like you're saying, that there is somebody in our neighborhood who has something going on mentally. Now it's our responsibility in that neighborhood, and you said this before, when the guy got killed at the Wendy's. Mm -hmm. It's our responsibility in our neighborhood to look out for the people in our neighborhood. If we know these people have issues going on, and they're not going to hurt anyone and we can handle the situation. Why don't we step in and handle that situation? When you call the police, the police are set up to do certain things a certain way. Whether we like it or not, whether it's right or not, whether it needs to change or not. Right now in this day and time, the police are trained to handle situations a certain way. Some of these situations we can avoid if we just don't call the police and we step in and do what communities used to do. Also, before you get back to your point, Joe, mm -hmm. people have been talking about police reform, new training, or either an alternative to calling the police, and I have yet to see any of that happen. If a person is having a, a, some type, type of mental episode and he is no harm of, to himself or people around him, a police officer may not be the person who needs to come. But who else do we call? What else happens when we call 911? They're going to send the police or they're going to send paramedics or they're going to send both. Policing in this day and age needs to go through a reform and we need to demand that reform. Police officers are called for everything. It can be domestic violence. It could be a stabbing. It could be a shooting. But it can also be if your neighbor's dog is barking too loud. That is a wide range. We need real police reform. We need our, our president. We need the people who are running for president and vice president to stop all of this rhetoric and give us something tangible that we can do to make a change. Or are we going to keep talking about this stuff way into the future? 866-551-9933. Uncle, you, you make a very valid point. And, you know, we can be labeled as all day. We can go back and forth on who's right and who's wrong, right? But what 
I try to explain to America, and I explain to this all the time, Monk, what parents like you and me, we're tired of seeing these images on TV. We're tired of looking at the Internet and these videos is being plastered all across social media. I didn't even post this video today. Um, it was sent to me a couple of times. I just posted the news story um, because I'm tired of seeing it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see another man looks like me with a bag over his head and he's naked. And I don't want to see y'all coming back and saying, well, he should have did this and he should have did that. He's dead now. And the PCP in the system, right? So there's an excuse of why the police had the reason to kill him because if that was your father, if that was your, if your father was the policeman, I get it. But people continue to die, whether you're black or white, <clears throat> under the hands of some of our police officers. And no one is saying, skip me with all that, y'all. No one is sitting here saying today that police are bad. Okay? But when you are doing something wrong and you call the police officers, nine times out of ten, you can talk to the police officers that you know. There are pe most people are not going to comply. Okay? Most people are going to try to run, talk crap to the police. That's what they are trained to do. Okay? Now, when a man is butt naked in the middle of the street talking crazy to you, you got to act a little bit differently, Unc. Okay? You, you just have to. You know he's on something or mentally he's just not quite there. Now, you're putting a bag over the man's head, Unc. Okay? And he's on whatever. You don't know what he's on. Okay, but you're trying to protect yourself from the COVID-19 because at that time, I get it. They did not understand what he had going on. Again, I don't know if that's protocol to put something over a man's head with the police. I don't know if that's protocol to do that. But again, aren't we fresh off of George Floyd, Unc? That we were. And this is my problem that I continue to see in America, that we're continually having these issues. And at the end of them, people are dying. Now, I'm going to say this, Unc, and this is going to be very unpopular. Stop protesting. Let me say that one more time. Stop protesting. Why, Joe Locke, are you saying stop protesting? I am saying stop protesting because why? We finna get the boogeyman Antifa finna come in and tap y'all city now. Okay? So Black Lives Matter is not going to stand up for you and make sure that y'all are protected out there and make sure that y'all are not tearing up y'all city. So as y'all begin to protest for this right here that happened months ago and the video was released today, Okay, y'all finna go out here and now devalue your city. Mm -hmm. Y'all see what's going on? Mm -hmm. Each and every time this happens, right? These people are loading up their folks right now, right? Ben Crump finna get to come down. That 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 this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't even think about what we're saying. There's a system in place. Ben Crump is on every case. There are no more lawyers um in in the world, but each one of these cases, Ben Crump is the guy. Am I not, am I am I lying, America? Okay. Then Antifa shows up, tears up the city, right? Then Fox News, CNN, MSNBC do their news stories. And then the president talks about it. That is the cycle that we're in. And who's winning? I'll wait. Please play me who's winning because that's the system that we see right now. President Donald Trump right now is, uh, is in PA, okay? He's in Pennsylvania. What do you want to guarantee he was talking about the rioters and the protesters and the looters? Um, and the liberal media and liberal Joe Biden um, hitting Joe Biden is going to um, mess up your cities if he's elected. Y'all see what's happening to us? Now, Unc, does that clip that we played earlier make any sense to y'all now? Before you call the cops, get to know me.
before you call the cops. If you know who I am, help me before you call the cops. I have a mother. I have a father. Before you call the cops, know that I am human. Know that something's wrong with me sometimes. Know that if you see me in the street naked, I need you to help me because I'm going to talk crazy. If you call the cops, please be there to protect me. Don't stand in the windows with your blinds open looking. Please don't stand by why the police is doing what they're doing if I'm out there acting erratic with just your um, phone in your hand and taking video. Before you call the cops, please understand the situation and remember I'm a human being. Now that don't go for everybody, Unc. That don't go for the ones who done done something bad, done shot kids out there selling drugs, uh, trying to kill police. Not talking about those people. But the person I am talking about is the guy that had PCP in his system and butt naked. We could have saved him, Unc. You guys listen to the Joe Lockett Show. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Joe Lockett Show. It's now or never. It's now or never. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. Our Thursday evening and Thursday night forecast includes that mostly clear sky. We drop back in the low 70s. Then on Friday, another hot day. We top out in the lower 90s on Friday. Saturday and Sunday, the holiday weekend coming up. Look for temperatures in the low 90s during the afternoon. Overnight lows around 70. I do expect mostly dry conditions, although a stray afternoon storm can't be ruled out on Saturday or Sunday. On WVUA 23, Chief Meteorologist Richard Scott with your forecast on this Crawford Broadcasting Station. Life Touch Massage is a local innovative spa located in the Parkside District of downtown Birmingham. We provide affordable services in a relaxing environment for individuals who work, live, play, and travel downtown. We provide a variety of massages including Swedish deep tissue, hot stone, cupping, sports, pregnancy, and much more. Give us a call today or visit us online to schedule your next spa service. Remember, with Life Touch Massage, relief is only a touch away. Get real Caribbean and soul food goodness curbside with Jake's Soul Food Cafe. View their menu at orderjakesnow.com. Then choose from delicious soul food favorites like pork chops and gravy, chicken and waffles, and smothered turkey wings. For authentic Caribbean, try the Kingston's Combination Plate featuring jerk chicken, curry chicken, and oxtail. Then place your order by texting Jake's Cafe to 33733. It'll be ready when you arrive. Get real Caribbean and soul food goodness curbside. Start now at orderjakesnow.com. Ladies, criminals are ready for you. Are you ready for them? You can be ready to protect yourself with a lipstick, 
cell phone, or pen stun gun. Or maybe pepper spray in a stylus holster is better for you. Go to thedefensedepot.com and check out their unmet selection for your protection. Thedefensedepot.com has everything a woman needs for her personal security protection. COVID-19 savings and budgeting plans should include purchasing final expense insurance. Get it now before the world opens back up. Veronica Parrish is an independent agent with Lincoln Heritage Life Insurance. Give her a call at 205-386-5440 and she can let you know if you qualify for final expense program pre-approval. Call Veronica at 205-386-5440. America's favorite uncle, Uncle Boz. This is Uncle Boz with Locking In News. Today is Thursday, September 3rd, and here is some information on Today in History. September 3rd, 1939. Two days after Adolf Hitler's forces invade Poland, Britain and France declare war on Nazi Germany. British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain whose policy of appeasing Hitler was meant to prevent what becomes World War II. Yet I cannot believe that there is anything more or anything different that I could have done and that would have been more successful. 1783, official end of the American Revolution as the United States and Britain signed the Treaty of Paris. Under the treaty, Britain recognizes the independence of its 13 breakaway colonies. 2004. A three-day hostage siege at a school in southern Russia ends in bloody chaos. Chechen militants who seized the school in Bezlan set off bombs while Russian commandos stormed the building. More than 330 people, most of them children, are killed in the carnage. 1976, Viking 2, the unmanned American space probe, lands on Mars. The NASA craft takes the first close-up color photos of the red planet's surface. And 1970. I want to play this. It's a great game. It's a game of great lessons. In Washington, NFL Hall of Fame coach Vince Lombardi dies of cancer. Lombardi, who led the Green Bay Packers to win the first two Super Bowls, was 57 years old. Today in History, September 3rd. Camille Bohan and the Associated Press. Stay locked in for the second half of the Joe Lockett Show. Welcome back to the Joe Lockett Show. We are at the bottom of the hour. We're having a conversation on protest. We're having a conversation on the cop killing. We are having just a general conversation about the state we are in in the United States of America. Phone lines are wide open, 866-551-9933. We're going to go to line one and Russell. What's up, Russ? You there, Russell? Okay. I want to talk. Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Yeah, hey, we can t- turn, turn that radio, radio down in the back. Do you hear me? Yeah, yeah, bro. Turn that radio down if you don't mind. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I got you. Go I'm ahead, bro. I got you. Okay, I want to talk about the. I want to talk about the police reform. Okay. I I think our biggest problem as a people is when we when we was growing up. One problem when we was growing up, everybody played cops and robbers. Then nobody wanted to be the cop. 
everybody wanted to be the Robins. So as as we as we was growing up, you know, we taught our kids. You know, we remember the songs back in the day, "F the Police" and all that. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that kind of deterred our children from wanting to be police officers. Mm-hmm. So now you got all these other people being police officers that's coming in patrolling our neighborhoods who don't know nothing about the neighborhoods. Mm. And then you might have somebody who everybody in our neighborhood know who's slow. He might be acting up. The police come out there and just murder him. And everybody like, man, you didn't have to treat him like that. So my whole thing is the first part of police reform is, you know, you have kids who play football or whatever, don't go to college. We need to start pushing our kids more to being police officers so they can patrol our neighborhood. So when they when they stop and see somebody in the neighborhood who's acting up, mm-hmm. like the guy who was in Atlanta, when the police had his his driver license, and he ran off and they shot him in the back. I mean, mm-hmm. why, why you shoot him in the back when you already know he's dead? Right, right. And, and but if that would have been somebody else who was from the neighborhood, like don't worry about that. We're going to go holler at his mama. Let's call his mama. You get exactly. stopped by the police. Right. Call his folks and tell him come and pick him up. Right. Instead it, it of just pushing the issue, we have. We have outside people coming patrolling our neighborhoods that's that's not from the neighborhood, and that's where most of the problems coming from. Good point. You kind of understand what I'm saying? Yeah, good point, bro. Good Go ahead, point, on. Russ. Uh, so, Russ, while uh, you know, the, case, the case you're talking about where, where the guy was shot at the uh, Wendy's, and we, we can even go a step farther back than that when we talk about the community, that guy's mother's house was like a couple of houses down from that Wendy's. I refuse to believe no one in that Wendy's, no one in that parking lot did not know that guy who was asleep at the at, at the wheel who just didn't take care take care of the situation, look out for him before the police was called. You there, Russ? Exactly. What you're saying is we're trying to – yeah, exactly. So what you're trying to say is we want outside people to come in and handle our problems. Right. And that's what – and that's what we've been going wrong for the past four years. Instead of fixing our own problems, we want outside people to come in and fix our problems when we should be fixing our own problems. And that goes to the black-on-black crime, the police killing black folks. But we need to start stepping up to the plate and handling our own business. Push our kids into being police officers, you know, and stuff like that. And that, it, and that we'll probably handle a lot of this stuff that you see going on in, a, in, in, it will. in our neighborhood. It will. Because it's the wrong people patrolling our neighborhood because we don't want our police to be cops. You know, I, 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 I mean, I have a thousand arguments with black people on Facebook saying, man, I want my son to be no police officer. But then don't get mad when the police officer kills your son then, when the white police officer kills your son. Good point. You can't understand what I'm saying. Good point, Russ, man. You You're making good points. Thanks for making it. I love you, bro. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say, though. All right, man. Love you, man. Yeah. All right. 866-551-9933. Who we got online to? Let's go to Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm well. Good. What you got? I am actually calling from the Pixel Room Beham. Hey. hey. Glad you guys are calling in. I want to see. Um, we're going to be giving away some tickets. Correct? Yes, sir. We are. Okay, so um, yes, if all our listeners are here, we got uh, the Pixel Room Beham calling in, and they're calling in. We we um, teaming up with them actually uh, this weekend for Labor Day weekend, and y'all got a special going on. What y'all got going on, Karen? 
Our Labor Day weekend special is actually $10 tickets. So you can get in to see our Selfie Museum for $10, and it's this weekend alone. Okay, so I know a lot of people uh, is talking about what's Pixel Room, what yes. is all. So, Karen, we're going to have to go in a little bit more detail. What's going on in the Pixel Room, what you got, what is it? Okay, so the Pixel Room is Alabama's first selfie museum, and we have 25 different sets you can come in and take pictures in. It is completely self-guided. Okay, so, Unc, uh, you've been out there. I have. And how many rooms, different rooms they got out there? Pixel Room has over 20, I think she said 25. I think there may be even more than that. Mm -hmm. Pixel Room is, like she said, a selfie museum. I have been out there, guys. I took my camera. I took my cell phone. I took pictures of myself. I've even taken pictures of my clients. If you guys want to have a good time in a nice, cool, and air-conditioned environment during this heat wave, go to the Pixel Room. You're going to have a good time. They have the, the lemonade stand. They have a, a, a Coca-Cola soda fountain area. They have the cloud room. They have so many different sets that you can take some fun pictures with. You can take them by yourself with your cell phone. You can have a photographer come with you. You can bring your family. It's just total fun at the Pixel Room Behan. Okay, Karen, can I ask you a question before you go? Of course. What is your favorite room in the Pixel Room? My favorite room is actually the Golden Clawfoot Tub Room. Okay, explain that because I have no idea what that is, Karen. <laughs> it is a gold tub that you can get in and take. Wait a minute. In. I can mm -hmm. go to the place and get in a gold tub? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. Like he said, it's just a party place. It is come in, take your pictures, bring your friends, take group pictures, and have a good time. Okay, so where is located at? We are located at the Grand River Mall in Leeds. All right, so you guys go out to Leeds, and we're going to give away – are we giving away a pair of tickets, correct? Yes, you're actually giving away a pair of tickets to our Yappy Hour. That is our pet day. Okay, and that's, and they're getting tickets to go on which – so which day is that? That's going to be Friday, Saturday? Which day is that? That is actually on September 10th. That is a Thursday. It is okay. from 2 to 7, okay. and you can take a selfie with your dog. All right, so you guys get ready to call into the show, or we're going to give them away on social media, and we're going to be giving you guys away. If you got a pet – so that you can take pets and go take a sitting down in the bathtub too? You can. They're having a yappy hour and it's gonna be uh just for you and your pet. All right. So I'm 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 when I go there, I'm gonna go find Karen <laughs> and I wanna go take I wanna find a bathtub. Karen, I appreciate you. Thank you for calling in. You guys make sure you go out to the picture room out in Leeds and go take a selfie for Labor Day weekend. What are your uh, operating hours, Karen? Our operating hours on Labor Day weekend are from eleven to nine thirty at night. All right, Karen, we thank you for calling in. We love you. Bye. Have a good one. All right, so y'all get out to the picture room. I think you've been out there a couple of times and had that place. Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to the uh, to the VIP opening. I've also taken some of my clients out to Pixel Room. I offer my services in addition to the Pixel Room. Mm -hmm. So if you have a if you have a family or if you're an individual and you want your own personal professional photographer, you can contact me and I will get you the VIP treatment in the Pixel Room. But right now we actually have two free tickets to the Yappy Hour on September 16th from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's where you can bring your pet to the Pixel Room and you can take selfies with your pet. So if they don't want to do that, you know, I don't have a pet, so I'm going to give them away on social media tomorrow. Good deal. All right, so 866-551-9933. Uh, back to the topic that we was talking about, Ankh. Um, I am... I am... I'm angry. I don't know what to do. 
I want this all to be over. I want to wake up out of this nightmare of a dream. I want 2020 to actually go away. That's the easy answer. But the complex answer is, y'all, we got to dig in. And we got to start repeating the cycle of what we're seeing and what we're doing, right? Um, a white cop um, kills a black man. We persecute the black guy and find his record and find every reason why he, he it was the right reason to kill him, right? And the cops, you know, they get off or sometimes they don't. Now, again, I want people to please understand what Uncle and I are saying today. I am not saying cops are bad, Okay. But I had this really intense conversation with my good friend, Chris, actually about two days ago. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you how it goes, right? Y'all probably heard me say this before, but I'm going to say it again anyway. Y'all, listen, here we go. When, it's what Russell was saying, alluding to. Is the cops that are actually killing black guys, on, I mean, let's have this conversation. On. <clears throat> are they racist? I'm going to say for the majority of the time, I'm going to say no, Unc. Now, in the George Floyd situation, I, th that was something a little bit different. But for the most part, Unc, are these cops racist, don't like black people, hate black folks, KKK? I, I don't think so. Here's what I truthfully think that's going on in America, okay? And again, it's what Russell alluded to. If you have a white cop coming into a black neighborhood, okay, music bumping, smelling weed, Okay, in some cases, okay, but I'm just saying these cases what we're looking at. Got a little weed, got a little PCP in them, whatever, right? This cop, his life has been, what have he been taught about black people? Okay, what has his, what has been his his thought pattern about black people? Rap, gangster, killers. So when he sees the music, he smells the weed. He automatically does what, huh? His, his mind goes to uh, a, a certain place. Fear. Mm -hmm. let's, be, let's call it for what it is. Unc. He goes to fear. What happens when the, that same white cop sees a white guy smoking weed, playing country, right? He grew up with that guy. He's not as afraid. So his reaction, Unc, when the white guy says, beep you, forget you, I ain't doing nothing, or make a certain movement, he's not as afraid of the white guy as he is of the black guy. Why? Because it's familiarity. Okay? And that's just human instincts, period. You can't teach that. You can't train that. And so I promise you, Unc, and I, want, I, I hope cops start doing this around the world in, in, in every, every precinct in, in, in the, across the country. I want them to do assimilation, huh? Put them gargles on, right? And make it seem like the white guy's in the hood. I guarantee you he's going to simulate killing more black people than he would white folks. And probably vice versa with the white, with the black guy. He's probably going to wind up killing more white people than he would black people. Why, Unc? Familiarity. When I went to Desert Storm, okay? Was there for what? I think six, eight months. You are afraid. Because you're going into a situation I don't know anybody. Okay? So, uh, look, can I, uh, don't forget the break. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, let me say this. When I was in Desert Storm and I had to go at nighttime with the, uh, with, with the chaplain with that, that M16 and my 9mm nine nine on my side, guess what? Anything move, anybody can get it. Let me tell you. Let me, let me say that one more time. Anything move, 
in Desert Storm, anybody can get it. Because why? It's dark. You hear movement. You got a gun in your hand. You ain't trying to wait to shoot, Unc. Because when you, I'm in Desert Storm for what? I'm in Desert Storm because of war. Mm -hmm. I got this man on my side I'm supposed to be protected, right? So at the end of the day, if it's out there and you ain't with me, I'm pulling my gun. I'm firing. And it may be a friendly, but uh, guess what? I'm not going to take a chance, you know what I'm saying, in the middle of the night. Imagine a white cop going into a black neighborhood. Even though he's supposed to be there to protect and serve, he don't know these people, huh? You see a lot of folks outside, people screaming at you, right? What is your natural instinct as a human being to protect yourself? Am I taking up for the cop? No, I'm telling y'all true reality on how people think and, and they act. And this is where police training got to get better. You can't be putting these young rookie cops three days, three months on the beat into a in, into these neighborhoods where these kind of situations are going to go on because they're going to do like y'all did with Kyle Rittenhouse and say he was trying to protect himself. He shouldn't have been now. Which part is they don't get, huh? You can't go into war or go into the hood and thinking nothing is going to happen. If the police is called into the hood, uh, they're calling you because why? They want you to come resolve a bad situation. Is that making any sense to you? Uh? It makes total sense. It, it, it makes total sense. Um, I think uh, Russ mentioned a song by NWA. Mm -hmm. We know NWA was from Compton. The Compton has the, the Crip and the Blood situations. And I was reminded about... Um, a documentary I saw about the Crips and the Bloods. Now, we always see people from that area talking about how the police treated them, mm -hmm. but they always fail to mention how it started and, and what happened. When mm -hmm. you have drugs infused the area and you have drug wars going on and you have a certain kind of weapon coming to the neighborhood, you have people killing people. Well, obviously the police are going to come in. When the police comes in and they see people killing people and they have more firepower than they have, they're going to increase the firepower. Their tactics are going to change. So it's it's almost like some kind of weird dance where everybody gets to blame for doing the step that they do, mm -hmm. if that makes any kind yeah. of sense. So we're doing the cha-cha slide, and I, and I slide to the left, and I slide to the right, and then the person who danced with me slides to the left and then they slide to the right. Well, if we bump into each other, then there's a problem. Somebody has to change. There has to be some kind of change. What Russell said, we need to, to encourage our, our people in our neighborhoods to become policemen. That if, right there. If, if we don't like the cops who are coming in and how they are uh, running our neighborhoods and how they are reacting to our neighborhoods, then why don't we send people from our neighborhoods to be policemen? A lot of things would change. But like Russ said, oh, no, I don't I don't want my uh, son to be a police. I don't want my daughter to be a policeman. It's like we look at the police as the enemy. Now, I've seen on Facebook, I've seen on social media, where a lot of people post that the KKK is no longer wearing hoods they infiltrated the police department. Let's say that's true. Why can't we do the same thing? We can, but we choose not to. You know, and Unc, you, people are not going to want to um, talk about what we're saying, right? They don't. But I'm trying to tell people, and yes, I do want to see. Okay, I want to see this. So stop asking me, do I want to see? Yes, I do want to see. I want to see people in America. I want to see our community. 
I want to see us take control of our situation. Okay. That's what I want to see. I want to see us stop blaming other people for what's going on in our community. You see what I'm saying? Because if you're going to make life work, you have to take control of your situation and stop blaming other people. You call the police into your neighborhood. Now, let me say this. Think about this, America. Real talk. There's a man butt naked in the middle of your neighborhood screaming, talking about the, you know, the side of his neck because he's high. Nobody wanted to deal with that, Unc. Right? So I must say this, and I know it's unpopular, Unc. Share it out there. We are just as guilty for that man being killed as the police officer that put the bag over his head. Why do you say that, Joe? Because none of us got out of our house, and I wasn't there, but I'm quite sure I probably wouldn't have been the one until I'm doing this now. But we got to start to going out seeing what we can do to try to help these people and making sure that they, get, they live to see another day. Because what we want to do, we call the police in hopes that they won't kill the person, but you don't have to deal with it no more. That's what we do, huh? We hope and pray that they're going to be protecting serve. But stop putting that kind of stuff on protecting serve. Because here's the thing, huh? Y'all really finna get mad at me. You call the police on the butt naked guy high on PCP, but you won't call the police on the drug dealer that next door to you. Mm. Mm. You stepping on a lot of toes. I don't brother. care. Because that's the truth. The man in Wendy's died sleeping in his car. Y'all call the police on him. But when the police ask y'all who, who, who sold the drugs or who did something in the neighborhood, y'all get quiet. Everybody in the everybody in the hood knows who's selling selling drugs. Everybody in the hood know where the guns are. Everybody in the hood knows who's doing what. But ain't none of y'all called the police and told nobody nothing. Y'all ain't protesting that. See, I told you, I'm going to tell it like it is on both sides because I lived in the hood. I understand code. But we can't continue to allow our code to break our neighborhood when we're allowing white people to come in from other cities and tap our communities. And then once they tap their community, they're gone. Now my neighborhood is not worth anything. And now somebody else with money going to come in and buy it up and move me out of there and build townhouses. Tell me, y'all, what sense do that make? Please tell me. I'm trying to figure that out, Unc. So we can blame the police for killing Daniel because I know everybody going to say because he had PCP in his system and he was spitting on people and they didn't know. And, you know, because of the PCP with the uh, the thing over his head, you know, if he wasn't on drugs, they put it over here, he wouldn't have been dead. I got it. We, we don't have to regurgitate that, Unc. That's going to be going on for the next 24 to 48 hour news. Like, I got that. But I'm asking the question to everybody out here, and I'm really sick and tired of asking this question, but I'm going to ask it. Why is he why why is he dead? Would he have been alive on if the cops wasn't called? What would he have done? Would he hurt anybody who just been in the middle of the street screaming and y'all couldn't get no sleep? Because, see, the first thing we want to do when you see something outside that you don't want to be bothered with, what's the first thing you do, huh? 911. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. And that 911 call goes to a specific place who handles specific things. It's going to go to the police or it's going to go to a paramedic. And depending on 
how busy the police is that night and who can get there first. It may be somebody in your neighborhood or maybe somebody across town. You got to start thinking about that when you're making these phone calls, when you're too lazy to get out your house to see can you handle the situation and some neighbors handle the situation yourself. Start saving people in your own neighborhood. How about that? How about we start saving people in our own community? Because I see what you did right there and I like what I see. But sometimes you don't. But in this one right here, I'm trying to tell America, real talk, Unc, we got to take better care of our communities. We really got to take better care of our communities. Now, this situation right here, Unc, did the police do something wrong? To a point, yes. But is this going to win in the court of law? If Chris Reed was on here right now, he was like, Joe, he was spitting on him. He was spitting on him. He was fighting him back. He was saying, y'all, you know, give me your gun. All that stuff in the court of law is bad. Mm -hmm. The optics of it looks horrible. But we want to protest the end result. The end result is because of us. He was butt naked in the middle of the street before the police got there. So just like he wasn't a harm to the cops, unk, guess what? He wasn't a harm to the neighborhood, was he? We got to do more, y'all. We got to do more. Until we like, until we start talking about the view that we got in front of us and say that I like that view, nothing's going to change. Because the view that we see outside in Rochester, in Minneapolis, in Kenosha, those views have ended up in death, y'all. All right, guys. I'm trying to tell you guys, um, sometimes you can walk and chew bubble gum at the same time, and sometimes you can't, huh? Today, we need to learn how to do both. Um, Unc, I know you're out tomorrow. You guys make sure you go out to the Pixel Room. We're going to be giving away some tickets on social media. America, we can do better and we will do better. We have to do better or we're going to continue ending it up in six feet under. But until then, I'm going to tell you how I feel about you. And you know what that is, right? I love you. Inspire me to do what I love, even though I might experience loss. Mama said, Smile through the pain, it's okay. With blood, sweat, and tears, it's fun, it's no cost. She said, Keep a good name, don't sell out for fame, but your soul is all that you got. Just remember who you are, baby, shoot for the stars, and you're sure to come out on top. Yeah, tonight I'm ordering. I understand more and now. Gotta move forward now. So I'ma keep climbing this hill, keep climbing this hill. Even though I might fall, I don't know any other way to live. So my all is what I give, and I'll keep climbing this hill. Even though I might fall, I don't know any other way to live. So my all is what I'll give. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you'd like to be on the show or advertise your business, go to joelocketshow.com.
We are one nation under God. A powerful message now with more power. From the Crawford Broadcasting Studios, the best Bible teachers in America with 100,000 watts at 101.1 FM. This is WXJC FM, WXJC HD Coleman, WDJC HD2 Birmingham, 